Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. This weekend, Eternal Con, the big story, all the events revolving around Eternal Con weekend. We're going to kick it off with the Friday before Eternal Con. Eternal Con was Saturday and Sunday, August 7th and 8th. Two things were advertised for August 6th. Number one, the Eternal Con pre-show. Unfortunately, that was canceled. That did not happen. The other thing was a World Heavyweight Championship match. John Polverino, Press 1P with his belt on the line, faces the Grump Danny Thunder. The Grump Danny Thunder got this shot at the championship because his team, the higher class, won Faction Wars 2. As such, he had to bring his competitor from Faction Wars 2 for Leaf Flynn and use that against the champion, John Pulverino, using his own competitor, John Press 1P. The general manager, John Calace, made the following announcements about this match. It was going to be a no disqualification match, a no countout match, one fall to a finish, and the grump would be accompanied to the ring by a competitor he'd won a tournament with or had success with during this calendar year. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with a company to the ring by, because it's not very common, it's similar to special guest referee. Special guest referee is where a competitor is chosen, and that competitor's gimmick is added to each player in the match. So all the players in the match can use that competitor's gimmick as well as their own. And a company to the ring by, only one player gets to use the gimmick of the chosen competitor. The Grump was given a list of competitors he could choose from. We don't know what was on that list, but the competitor the Grump chose was the second version of the general manager, John Collins. This is a gimmick that triggers when the player hits cards with bar, shot, or bender in the name. At first, when the Twitch stream started for this match, it seemed like it wasn't going to happen. The Grump put out a video saying he would not play the match unless it was in person. But, in a surprise twist, the Grump shows up to New York City, more than likely for Eternal Con, and plays John Polverio in person with the general manager, John Calais, the SRG boss, Steve Resk, and other members of the higher class in attendance. From watching the video, I saw that Loudmouth Leo Larynx was there. I saw that Chad Gropak was there. There may have been one or two other members, but I did not notice exactly who else was there. But they had the match in person. Long match went to crowd meter two. In the end, the winner and still LFF World Heavyweight Champion John Pulverino. So the Grump in his second shot, I believe, 
at this championship. Both shots against Mr. Polverino goes down once again. John Polverino, still the world heavyweight champion of the legendary fighting federation. That was Friday night. Saturday, Eternal Con, SRG Universe on hand with a booth selling, promoting Super Show the game. In addition to being at the convention, they also held a tournament to crown the inaugural LFF Tri-State Tag Team Champions. This is a regional belt covering New York, New England, I believe New Jersey, the eastern half of Pennsylvania, that area geographically of the country covered by the LFF Tri-State. Miss Fury is the GM for the singles championship, the general manager for the tag team championship is the Cheetah Ian Chambers. There was an eight-team tournament held at the convention to determine who the first champions would be. Single elimination tournament, the finalists were two teams. The first team, the Animal Kingdom, Ian Chambers, the Cheetah, and Le Penguin. The other team, and there's a little bit of a controversy to this team, was the SRG BOSS Steve Resk and Dick Thunderlips. As far as I know, Dick Thunderlips is from Arizona. He's part of the Midwest Coast Championship area. He's part of that region. But he produced an image of a New York State driver's license showing that he allegedly lives in New York State. I highly doubt that, but because of this dubious proof, he was allowed to be in the finals match. He and the boss formed the tag team known as To the Heavens. In this match, conducted under New York rules, and all of the matches in the tournament, by the way, were conducted under New York rules. New York rules is the match starts at crowd meter one, there are no disqualifications, and there are no countouts. In the match, To the Heavens was using, for Steve Rask, the new MLW competitor, Davey Richards, for Dick Thunderlips, for Leaf Flynn, for the Animal Kingdom, the Cheetah Ian Chambers was using Captain CJ Spara, and his partner, Le Penguin, was using Scarlet Graves. The match, I believe, ended up going to crowd meter three, and winning with a finish roll of 12, the inaugural LFF Tri-State Tag Team Champions, the Animal Kingdom. The Cheetah and Le Penguin are the new LFF Tri-State Champions. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to John Polverino earlier. I think I neglected to mention that. But they are the new champions. Other things revolving around this Eternal Con weekend. There were a number of new competitors released. Two independent wrestlers, Rhino, who's wrestled for multiple companies, including WWE. I think he's currently with Impact. Warhorse, who I believe has wrestled on AEW and multiple independent shows. Lucky Cat Nico's competitor came out this week. 
a con-exclusive Hamish McDeath, only available at the convention and on the supershowthegame.com website this weekend. That came out. And then a number of alternate art competitors, Lily Mai, Mila Mai, Chloe Mai, Lady Baba, all came out. A new version of Go-Go with generic finishes. A new version of Jokerfish and the Beast Michael Kerr. Those among the new releases, there are also a number of new cards released. I would check out the new section of Supershowthegame.com to see more about those, but all those came out. Finally, appearing Sunday only at the Eternal Con booth for Super Show, John Silver, a.k.a. Johnny Hungy, a member of AEW's Dark Order. He was doing autograph signings on site. If you were not able to be there, there was, for a limited time, spectacles and limited prints available that you could order on the website to have signed. The spectacles will all be random if you ordered them, so you don't get your choice. You'll just get a signed John Silver spectacle. If you pick the print, I don't know if this print's going to be a future John Silver card. It could be. It looks like it could be. But there were limited edition art prints of John Silver you can see that probably on supershowthegame.com, maybe on the SRG Super Show discussion group page on Facebook. I know they were posted in both places. I don't know if it's still going to be up on supershowthegame.com because it's no longer available for sale as an autographed piece. They might make them available just as unsigned pieces that maybe you can go get signed at some point in the future. But that is the final big thing out of Eternal Con. We also had this weekend the Battle for Lake Erie Create-A-Card Tournament. This was being held in Erie, Pennsylvania at, I believe, a new store for Super Show, GameCore. The tournament was being hosted by the Roach, Noel Torres Jr. There were eight players at this tournament. The format was each player played every other player. So there were seven matches per entrant they cut to a top four in the semifinals you had your choice of table or ladder and the choice was determined by a random die roll there were two five and two players they got to roll off if they rolled grapple first it was a tables match if they rolled strike first it was a ladder match i do not know who was in what type of match but the finals ended up being a main event stipulation match. Let me give you the top four in this tournament. In fourth place, using Yiva Lionheart, the Oracle. In third place, using Scarlet Graves, Spitfire, making her Super Show debut. Second place, making his in-person Super Show debut, using Johnny Gargano, Dark Light, Victor Diecast. And the winner, the ring general, Anthony Perry, using X Royce. Congratulations to him. He will get to create a card in Super Show of the Game. Those were the big events from this weekend. We also had a couple matches with championship implications that happened during this week. 
The first was Wednesday night. As I've reported in the past, there has been an ongoing tournament to determine the next contender for the United States Championship. Last time I'd given you the final five. I don't have the semifinal results, but the finals were played on stream after Talk of the Universe Wednesday night. The finalists were with the second version of the general manager, John Calais, the grump Danny Thunder, and with, I believe, Will Ospreay, Johnny Eldorado. The finals was a no disqualification match. Outside of that, there could be countouts, pinfalls, submission wins, only no disqualifications. The winner of this match at CrowdMeter 1 and the next contender for the United States Championship is the Grump Danny Thunder. So although he did not successfully capture the World Heavyweight Championship, he has a shot to successfully capture the United States Championship. There's been no announcement as far as when and where that match will happen, but look for that to happen soon. There has also been an ongoing tournament to determine the next contender for the Hardcore Championship, currently held by Eddie Fury. I made a mistake in my reporting on this last week, but from what I understand, the tables, ladders, and chains match for the contendership happened. The big guy using New Jack versus the Mad Custodian using the Mad Custodian versus Mark Perry using the Prince of Fashion. The winner, and from what I understand, it was a relatively easy win. I don't know a lot of details. I don't know crowd meter, but from what I understand, it was very lopsided for the victor. The victor challenging his Vegas Invaders tag team partner, Mark Perry. Mark Perry, a former hardcore champion, will face Eddie Fury for the hardcore championship. A rivalry that's been going on for years. Looking forward to seeing it. Again, we don't have a date and time for this match, but Mark Perry is the next contender for the Hardcore Championship. Those are pretty much the big stories from this past week. A couple of odds and ends. The general manager, John Clace, has announced that in the future there will be a Dosmodius deck challenge and a tournament to determine the next challengers for the Triad Championship. That's all the information I have on that. I'll give you more as I have it, but right now, there's just talk of those things taking place in the future. Looking ahead, I've talked about how busy August is. Next week, August 14th, I believe it is a noon registration time, 1 p.m. bell time. That could change, but that's what I heard as of yesterday. The BCW Territory is hosting Pixel Palace Pandemonium Part Due. This is a create a competitor tournament. You will need to have a deck list for the tournament when you go. In addition to the main tournament, there are going to be a number of matches on the match card. I'm going to go through these in no particular order. There's going to be a birdcage match for the LFF Deep South Championship. The current Deep South Champion, Hold the Line Harry, will be on hand for the Pixel Palace Pandemonium Part 2 
tournament. Any other Southern players, any other players that would qualify as a result of living in the Deep South Territory, if they show up, they will have a shot to be in the birdcage. I don't know if we'll get another five to make six. I don't know if we'll get more than five players, and there will have to be some sort of mechanism to determine who will be in the match. I'm going to guess it'll be the top five in the main tournament outside of Harry, of course, as champion. Those will be the contenders, but we will see. There's going to be a match for the West Belt Championship. I believe it is the current champion, the trash man Neil Nealon, being challenged by his own brother, the headband champion, Matt Nealon. That's supposed to be happening. There's going to be a match for the BCW World Championship. There's going to be a match for the Pixel Palace Championship. There's going to be a match for the All-Ohio Tag Team Championships. DJ Collin and Ann Moss will be defending. I am not sure who the challengers are. And finally, as far as I know, the current LFF six-stop champion will be on hand because that belt can only be defended in person. There will be at least one match for that championship. I do not know who the contender will be, but that belt will be defended August 14th at Pixel Palace. Pandemonium Part 2. Will Ken Fouché walk out with the belt? I do not know, but that's what's going to be happening at Pixel Palace Pandemonium Part 2. The next week, August 21st, Super Show August Rush at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey. The details to sign up for this, as well as the details to sign up for the Pixel Palace Tournament, are on the Facebook group. If you go to SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook, go to the events section. Both of those events are listed. The details are there. Band competitors, things like that. Entrance fees. Everything is listed there. Check that. That's the one-stop shop. Also, Swaggy D has been added to the ban list for Pixel Palace Pandemonium Part 2. So if you were planning on bringing Swaggy D, you cannot. That's going to do it for the non-tournament news from this week. Let's talk about the online tournaments that took place over this past week from last Sunday, August 31st, to today. August 31st, Sunday, there was a Sunday Tornado Alley pop-up event. The top three in this event were... In third place, using the new wool order, Chris Pate. In second place, using the Living Legends, the Ring General, Anthony Perry. And the winner, with X-Kittens, the Harm City Hitman, Andrew Mecky. That was Sunday night. Monday night, Proving Ground Tournament. This was the Fire War Tournament Tornado Tag Team Competitors using the Ring of Fire stipulation in every match. The top four after the cut were in fourth place using the Derby Dames. One of the two Derby Dames 
Mac McPeak. In third place, using SRG Spirit, Aaron64. I'm not too familiar with Aaron64. Looks like some new blood, so glad to see some new blood making the top four in online tournaments. In second place, using the Sheeples Champions, Jeremy Steigerwald. Practice site from the line. And the winner of the Monday Night Proving Ground Tournament, the consigliere to the SRG BOSS, using the Kings of Crime, Brian Wait for it, Schmidt. Brian Wait for it, Schmidt wins the Proving Ground last week. Next week, that is to say tomorrow, August 9th, the Proving Ground tournament will be a no count out, no disqualification tag team tournament. This is not Tornado Tag, one player using a Tornado Tag competitor. This is two people teaming up to go through a tournament. Two on two. So looking forward to seeing that. Thursday night. Chibi's Thursday night fights. A 24-player group stage with a cut to a top eight. In the quarterfinals, all of the matches were played under the Liger's Den stipulation. In the semifinals, all of the matches were tables matches. And the finals, as well as the third place match, both submission matches. In the third place match, we had the Dread Pirate Tech Support, Simon Strauss, using Captain CJ Sparrow, take on the Collector, Sean Loeb, using Jacob Fatu. The winner, taking third place, Sean Loeb. The finalists in this tournament were using the Oracle. Candyman Dan, and using Big Jim Bias, the Harm City Hitman, Andrew Mechie. The winner of Chibi's Thursday Night Fights, Candyman Dan. Congratulations to him for winning Thursday night. The last online tournament from this week, Saturday, the Welcome to the Seabreeze Bar pop-up tournament. This is a tournament in memory of the mother of Brett the Metalhead, Brett Farius, the same woman who was featured on the entrance card. I don't think so. My bar, my rules. Bullet round tournament to a top cut. The top four in this tournament were in fourth place as Chugonomics, the man himself, Dom Book. In third place, as Jay White, Jeff Phillips, the runner-up as Matt Riddle, Jonathan Thew, hold the line Harry, and the winner, using Phantasm, Kylan Bookter. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to all the winners from this week. There is no pop-up tournament tonight, as far as I know, as I'm recording this. So. No Sunday night pop-up tournament. There's also currently nothing scheduled going forward for this week online. I did mention Proving Ground. Look for that to pop up Monday, Dojo Tuesday night. There's likely going to be a tournament Thursday night, probably hosted by Chibi. And again, Saturday, 
Pixel Palace Pandemonium Part 2. I will be there. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone who's coming in from out of town. And with that, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.